said, in this podcast, the speakers talk about scene two of the play. They first discuss love and the challenges that come with it. They say that love is a discussion of virtue and worthiness of a suitor in the pursuit. The speakers also touch on daughter and father relationships in Shakespeare's writing, specifically the Merchant of Venice. They they claim that in most of Shakespeare's work, he shows that fathers of the household are powerful beings, but in this place, in this play, the roles are twisted, and in the end, the fathers are reprimanded by their children and are shown not to hold all of the power in the world. They do a great job of explaining why they feel this way about the themes portrayed, and they do a good job connecting back to the characters in relationship to what they are trying to explain to us as the audience. Um, let's go back to the father-daughter role in Shakespeare that you mentioned. And I thought it was interesting how Portia still respected her deceased father's wishes, even though she didn't agree with him. Would you guys say it worked out for her in the end, following her father's request? I think it would have worked out for her either way. And even though love is seen as a duty in this play, it's not necessarily wrong for her to go with him. (laughs) Just continue. It's okay. All right. Uh... lost now. It's okay. Should we start over? Uh, she respected it. his wishes enough to go on and do it. She she went on and did it, so she must have wanted to do it. So is it really that unacceptable? And also, if she's just looking to have children like her father wanted, that's also not really a bad thing because the children are the key to the future and they can raise the children to have great virtues and values such as themselves. And it's like a tribalistic duty. It's ingrained in our minds. And when you do have more children, you give your nation your, and your people a future. And that in itself is priceless. Yeah. yeah, I can see that, yeah. So looking back on what you said, Gracie, and your question, I think that it was very respectful of her to follow her father's wishes. And it's very typical concerning the time period and just Shakespeare's writing for women in general. And I think, I like thinking back to the podcast, I thought it was interesting how... Um, the podcast speakers compared Portia and Jessica together because they show that Portia is more typical of a woman position in like Shakespeare's writing that that Portia followed her father's wishes and she followed the head of the house rather as Jessica went against her father's wishes and did what she wanted and what was best for her so I just think that's like interesting to think about that and compare them and -hmm. what they chose to do with their lives and their love lives yeah um, I can see how love was a duty in this play, as you said, Joe, and how Portia not only felt as if she owed her father to get married to Bassanio, um, but he also owed it to his country. However, I see love portrayed more as a virtue of, and character. Um, Portia says in this one scene, which they talked about in the podcast, let all of his complexion choose me so. And when she said, when Portia said this, she meant that she wanted the men to show their true colors and show their virtuous ways and morals as a lover and human. Right. I, I agree with that. I wouldn't want someone that I'm just not completely incompatible with, but I, I would also like someone that wants to share the same duties as I feel like I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So going back to what you were saying, Grace, and um, this what you were talking about, 
I think that in this podcast, they heavily touch on the subject of morals and worthiness, and they talk about how love can be show, can show who a, tr- a person truly is. The podcast speakers suggest that the men choosing these caskets are not just choosing a casket for Portia as their wife, but they are showing their true colors to Portia and just the audience in general. The Prince of Morocco chooses the gold casket because gold is most valuable and important material of them all, and that this choice must lead to Portia because she's the most valuable and most desired woman of them all. Aragon chooses the silver casket because he thinks he's only deserving of the worth of silver, and that shows that he believes he's worthy of Portia, for he believes that her worth is equivalent to silver. Um, before you go on, let me just add in something they mentioned in the podcast that I found really interesting. That the the name Aragon Aragon even has the name arrogance in its name, so I just found that interesting. Anyways, continue. oh yeah, that definitely like that's kind of funny, ironic. It shows the comedic side of this play, obviously. Yeah. So continuing, I think that the suitors' reasoning behind their choosing of the caskets shows what they truly value and that shows that they truly value beauty and wealth and more materialistic and physical things and those things fade away those aren't just personal their virtues and morals that's just the outside the shell of somebody (laughs) i believe that this shows a lesson on how love is a tricky path to follow and and by and basing love primarily on wealth and desirable things is a path that may only lead to unhappiness and dissatisfaction. I think the podcast explains this very clearly and does a great job portraying this message on their opinions of the suitors and what they truly are trying to show the audience and Portia herself. Yes, I completely agree with that. And the podcast really um, pointed out a lot of things that I didn't realize in the beginning. And it was just good to see, like refreshing to see a different side and learn more. Right, and going back on what you said about materialism, just looking at love like it's an object and something that could be equivalent to the worth of silver or gold or lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely pointed out so many like little... <laughs> yeah, they definitely pointed out so many little just details and deeper meanings behind like the caskets and just... Yeah. Um, relationships and balances they just showed so many things that I just never thought about when just reading it in class and by myself but then now looking back on it I can clearly see throughout the whole story how all these like themes and just choices just pile on together and they just mesh all together and it really is clear in the podcast yeah do we have anything else to add on not that I can think of all right well this concludes our podcast